podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Eldridge, and today my friend Kayla Littleton is joining me to discuss season one, episode three of Hannah Montana, which is called She's a Super Sneak. And fun fact, this episode has the first appearance of the song that is this podcast namesake. Thanks so much for tuning in today, and let's go ahead and get to the show. All right, episode three of season one. She's a super sneak. <laughs> She's a super sneak. <laughs> uh, I've got Kayla here. Kayla, prior to when you were watching this in preparation for this episode, uh, what did you like remember about this? Like, did you remember anything based off the title or anything? Because I actually, when I was looking at this, I was like, I don't think I really remember what the plot of this one is. I thought maybe it was a Jackson heavy plot and it's only kind of a Jackson heavy plot. Like he's mostly just there. <laughs> yeah, I this is one of the episodes from the first half of the first season that I actually remembered the most. Um, and I really don't know why, because like when this came out, the whole the whole concept of this episode of like parents dating, like wouldn't have been on my mind because my parents were still married. Like it wasn't, a, <laughs> you know, it wasn't something that, you know, 12 year old Kayla was like thinking about. But I did remember this episode because I thought it was so ridiculous, mm-hmm. like <laughs> how they snuck out. And I was like, really? You're going to go like and you randomly run into your dad? I thought it was like so like, come on, really? That's what's going to happen? <laughs> it's a classic Disney Channel plot of like the kids oh, sneak yeah. out to do something, but they run into their parents while they're doing it. Right. Um, exactly. I feel like I feel like it's <laughs> happened on pretty much every Disney Channel show. Um, Several but, times, but yeah, we, we kind of touched on it. There's, there's actually a lot in this episode that happens. Um, yeah. But kind of the gist is Miley really wants to go see a movie, and her dad says that she and Jackson have to stay at home and study instead, which is like such a weird, vague right. thing it's for him to right. insist on. But while they're out, they catch their dad, and he's out on a date. And this is the first time that they know of that he's gone on a date since, I guess, their mom died. Uh, which I, I was like, wait, how, but like, how long has it been? Because I was under the impression that she had died like a while ago. And it turns right. out they say in the episode, it's three years, yeah. um, which I think is interesting. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was a fact I forgot. Like, I didn't realize that that was how long. Another thing I forgot was, and I know we'll talk about songs later, but I forgot that I Miss You comes in this early in the series. I like, did for some too. Reason, I totally for some reason, I think later. about that. <laughs> yeah, for some reason I think about it as like a season three song, and I was like, "Well, this is the third episode of the series. Wait a minute, <laughs> it's a song that comes up regular, like semi regularly. Like I think uh, it's on like the Hannah Montana two Meet Miley Cyrus CD. It's like, mm-hmm. which is I think technically, I'm trying to remember, is that the music that's in the second season, or is that the back half of the first season? I think it's the second season because I remember I went to that tour and that was when right. I was in seventh grade. So I think that's season two. You are the first of multiple guests that I'm having that uh, have actually seen Hannah Montana live. I have seen Hannah Montana <laughs> live, which is like a weird thing to say. <laughs> like Hannah Montana is a fictional character, but I have seen her live. Um <laughs> while in a full Hannah Montana wig that I was wearing. It you was what? You had a Hannah Montana wig? Yeah, we bought it because it was one of the things on the merch stand. You could buy like this like headband Hannah Montana wig. And so we bought oh, like five of them. Gosh. So all of us wore them. 
at the That's concert. So and then good. And then that Halloween, I was Hannah Montana because I had the wig. <laughs> okay, you're definitely going to need to send me a picture of you dressed as Hannah Montana for Halloween to put on oh, yeah. like the our our Twitter page or like the companion blog, um, so that I'll everyone can get it. that visual. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll have to find it. It was prime. <laughs> That's really really good. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so. The the plot kicks off because Miley really wants to go see a movie, but it she says it's a preview of the new Ashton Kutcher movie. She doesn't say it's the right. premiere, which also she could just go to the premiere for it if she wanted to. She's a famous singer. Right. She's Hannah um, Montana. <laughs> right. But she really wants to go to this, like, I don't know, early screening. They don't they never specify. She just says preview. Right. And it's of the new Ashton Kutcher movie. Um, and so she's like insistent that she go now instead of, I don't know, seeing it in like a week when it comes out for real. I, it's <laughs> it's very weird. Um, and I guess Jackson also wants to like do whatever he does with his friends. Uh, <laughs> like they never say, like, am I wrong? Do they like actually say like what Jackson wants to get out of the house to do? I don't think so. I think he just is like, well, I'm going to go out. And and they're like, no, you're not. You're going to stay home and study because you did really bad on your midterms. (laughs) Right, right. And and Robbie Ray's holding this huge whole fish. The fish! (laughs) It's it's a classic, let's give Billy Ray something to work with prop. And it's just this huge fish that he got at the store. (laughs) And it's wrapped in Jackson's midterms. Yes. He's like, well, son, I had to wrap the fish in something. And it says, like, C minus on it. Um, <laughs> so they, Miley and her dad go back and forth for quite some time over why she should get to go to this movie, which at this point, like, does it really matter? Like, just let her go. <laughs> right. Like, right. Let, like, like, at least she'll, like, shut up if you let her go. Um, but... They they stay home and Billy Ray for some reason is going out. They don't say what it is. I think it's that he has a meeting. Yeah, I, I think he says he's going to a meeting, which is believable as he manages a fourteen year old pop sensation. Right? Um, <laughs> does he? I don't think he has like another job, right? He no, just I don't exclusively, think so. Right? Okay, because he was because he was a pop star. Yes, you know he was he was a hit. And then he had, you know, he has one hit song and then he's now his daughter's manager. That, I think that's it. I think he's- he made enough money off his one hit song to now support his family until his daughter decides to become a pop star and now supports the family. Yeah. He's, he's her manager and her bodyguard and her songwriter. Um, Everything. He handles her entire career. Yeah, we'll talk about his songwriting when we get to season two because I ha- we have an episode about that that I will be a part of. <laughs> they they have this montage of miley and jackson studying and it's actually the first appearance of this podcast's namesake song pumping up the party yes uh i was surprised i thought that pumping up the party showed up as like one of the concert openings in like two episodes or whatever but no it's in this weird studying montage I love again, that montage. <laughs> it, it goes on for a while. It's quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. The um, party montage. Yeah, yeah. And uh and at some point Jackson like draws a face on his stomach, which I think is a bit that happens a lot over the course of the series. 
Yeah, I think so because then there's the reference at the end to like I I'm so mad I taught you that that like Billy Ray <laughs> says, and then yeah, I think it comes back quite a bit. It comes back most, right at the end of the episode. Yeah, but most I think of it Jackson's does bits. More. Yeah, most of Jackson's bits are reoccurring. He doesn't ever have like a one-off stupid thing he does. He does them throughout the whole series. Yeah, he does like his weird like step dancing all the time. Um, <laughs> he does his stomach face thing um so then i guess lily and oliver show up at the house and somehow oliver has heard that ashton kutcher is going to be at this screening of his movie um which how does oliver know that and why would ashton kutcher show up for this it's not like it's you know some film festival it's Right. With this like, random theater in Malibu. Yeah, why would Oliver be the one to know that? Like, it would be Miley who should know that. Like, not. Exa- exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's like, why is Miley so excited about going to see this movie on, like, a Friday night when, like, she could go to the premiere and probably get, like, passes for her friends, too, and, like, actually meet Ashton Kutcher? Why is it such a right. big deal to her that she go on a random Friday night when her dad is like, you absolutely will not go out tonight for whatever reason? Right. Like, why did she, like, fight him so much on it? It's like, you can see this movie whenever. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I, she decides to sneak out, and I guess Jackson's friend Coop, who is in a lot of these episodes, oh, Coop. Oh, um, Coop. <laughs> he works at the movie theater, um, and also he looks much more believable as a teen than, uh, Jackson does. Cause as we all know, Jackson is Jason. played by like a 30 year old man. Um, Jason Earls was way too old for that role. But, <laughs> but his like friend character actually looks age appropriate, which I think is interesting. Um, and he has like a normal job at the movie theater. Um, and he tells Jackson that there's a rumor that Ashton Kutcher is going to be there, but he should be excited because that means that all these girls are going to be there. And obviously Ashton Kutcher won't be paying attention to them. So the girls will then pay attention (laughs) to Jackson and his friend who works at the theater. Like it's a very (laughs) interesting uh, motivation (laughs) for them. But so both Miley and Jackson end up sneaking out, uh, which I, you know, the more that this episode went on, the more I was like, why don't Miley and Jackson just like agree to both go out? Like, neither of them is such a goody two-shoes that, like, they would actively tell their dad. Like, why doesn't Jackson just let Miley do whatever she wants? He also has his own car. Why is he confined to the house on a Friday? He could just take them both. Like, it it makes so much more sense for them to team up. Right. And we see later in the episode that that's, it, that's not a weird thing for you. They do team up and do things yes. they shouldn't do. They do. And that's like team. a theme. <laughs> that's a, that's a theme throughout the series too. And so it's like this one time when it would have made the most sense for them to be like sneaky together. They don't. They're like, no, we're going to do it separately and we're, we're going to show them. Or like Miley's like, I'm going to show Jackson. He's such an idiot. And Jackson's like, oh, Miley's up in her room because she's such a goody goody. And it's like, why don't right. you talk to each other? <laughs> Right, because they do it, like, you know, ten minutes later into the episode. Yeah. (laughs) Also, when Jackson's on the phone with Coop, he says, hello, you're costing me minutes here. (laughs) Uh, What a a 2012 thing. (laughs) Uh, It really dated it. It it was was really interesting. 
Um, I haven't thought about minutes in so long. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, but when I was would have been watching that, I would have been like, oh, that's so true because I had like no minutes on my phone in sixth grade. Well, and you would like, buy none. like the little plastic cards where like if you called right. them to the number and then from there you could call whoever you wanted. It would take minutes from like the prepaid yeah. card. Or you had to wait until 9 p.m. when minutes were not a thing right. and you could call anyone for free. <laughs> like, it brought me back to middle school and my first phone, and I was like, yes, 2006. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody shows up at the movie theater. There's, like, an establishing shot of the theater, and it could not look more ordinary. Like, it couldn't look more, <laughs> like, ordinary, small-time movie theater that everyone there seems to think Ashton Kutcher is going to show up, even though there is literally no reason why he would be there. Right. Um, no. <laughs> there's, there's a big cardboard cutout in the theater that ends up, they end up like hiding behind it later. But the movie it's advertising is called the adventures of little miss red shoes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I was like, huh? <laughs> and it was like the most heartwarming <laughs> film you'll see all year and it's like every family member of like this large asian family and i'm like what is the plot of the adventures of little miss red shoes who came up with this title who who was it in the writer's room for hannah montana that's like okay or or the prop department or whatever because it it probably wasn't the writer's room they weren't like and they're behind the cardboard cutout for (laughs) adventures well just (laughs) <laughs> right when you that title doesn't seem to go with the picture because like when you think of that title you're like oh maybe it's like a wizard of oz parody right like that's supposed to be the joke but then it's this like full family and you're like that doesn't make sense yeah it's like it's like a large <laughs> nuclear family it's like got like grandparents and like little kids and like yeah. parents it was very interesting um it, it has no, no relevance to the plot but i it really it caught my attention it did because there were a lot of readers. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jackson tries to convince these women that he doesn't know that he's on the phone with Ashton Kutcher, and he could not be less convincing. Correct. He he truly like I I have to think that even before his phone started ringing and he was like found out as not actually being on a call, I have to think that even before that, all of those women were pitying him because he was just being so obvious. Oh, for sure. He was coming up with all these ridiculous nicknames for Ashton Kutcher that didn't, that were just stupid. Um, The Kutch King. (laughs) 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 It was just ridiculous. Um, Everyone does a really awful job of being sneaky. Um, And then. Especially Oliver. Yes. Uh, And then, so they, they see their dad and he's like on the phone and he's talking to someone, and it, like I guess they surmise that he's about to meet up with a woman, um, but they never actually see her there. They just like hear their dad on the phone and are like, "Oh, he must be about to have a date." Um, well, no, because she walks up at the end after he calls them. Oh, right. He calls right, the right, kids, right, right, and then right. she walks up with the popcorn. Right. Okay. Yes. So they like briefly see her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it's it's just like the whole sequence of them hiding from the dad and having to sneak around the dad just goes on for a long time. And we can sum it up by saying they didn't get caught, <laughs> but Which they found out that he was on a date and they go back home and they're like, 
what the hell? Why did our dad go on a date? And I, that was why I was like, <laughs> how long has it been? Because they're acting really freaked out. Right. Um, in like three years, it, that was what was your, it was like three years is like a perfectly reasonable time for exactly. him to be dating again. Exactly. Like why? I mean, and like, I get that it might, you know, as being a younger teenager, it might've been like a big deal to like see your parent dating for the first time. But it's like, it's three years. I feel like. So it's not, it shouldn't have been as extreme. Like I think Jackson didn't care as much, right. but well, he's also he's, older. He's 16. He shouldn't care. <laughs> right. Whereas Miley, I feel like it was, it was a little bit of a young reaction, but also maybe kind of age appropriate. I don't, know. I don't know. I feel like it would have made sense for her to be shocked, but not for her to be like so mad. Like she says to her dad, right. daddy, how could you? It's like, how could you? <laughs> how, how could you? He's His wife's been dead for three years. Do you want him to be lonely and like, sad forever? Like, I could understand if she was like, I just wish you had told me before you went or whatever, but she was like really right. against it on principle. Um and right uh but but before they even have those conversations with their dad <laughs> jackson like steals robbie ray's like palm pilot pda <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was the other thing i wrote down minutes pda <laughs> like this is 2006 <laughs> and i guess he finds out that the woman that he was on the day with is named margo diamond and she's a real margo estate diamond. agent <laughs> <gasps> And so, right. the first of many Jackson and Miley adventures. The logical conclusion <laughs> is that she dresses as Hannah Montana and goes up to a real estate agent and says, Hi, I'm Hannah Montana. I'd like to buy a house, even though she's 14 years old and was without a parent. <laughs> does does Margot Diamond think that Hannah Montana is emancipated? Like, she she's acting right? like she, like, on her own authority, is capable of legally purchasing a house. Um, right. it's, it's Hannah Montana, 14. the 14 year old and her, <laughs> I guess, driver is who Jackson is posing as. Um, and at no point does Margot Diamond be like, Hey, where are your parents? Hey, right. Are you emancipated? Hey, Hey, like she, she never asked any clarifying questions right. of like, how are you going to buy Montana, this house? <laughs> and Hannah Montana isn't like one of those teen celebrities that's like, am, have an ambiguous age. Like sometimes, you know, you used to have those like 16 no, year old celebrities that you're like, extremely could young. it be 20? <laughs> Everybody knows that Hannah Montana is a teenager. Yeah, everybody. Like, that's not some like secret. Her whole thing is that she's fourteen years old, <laughs> right? Like she has slumber party pillow fights on stage. Like she's young. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, it it just was very interesting. And then also, um, speaking of like things that are dated, is like the confusion about is she saying this to you in person or is she saying something to the person on her headset and like on her phone right? call? is just such a mid 2000s trope. Like no one is concerned Absolutely. about that anymore. No like like every once in a while people will be like, "Oh, Bluetooth." And it's like, but again, that only happens like people don't even really use Bluetooth right. anymore. Like. It, it just again, it really dated it uh that she was like having two conversations at once in like Hannah Montana and then later Robbie couldn't like figure out who she was talking to. Right. Uh so then uh, Robbie shows up at her office and Miley and Jackson are like, oh shit. And they like go and they hide in her closet and they like tell her like, if you want my business, like you can't tell anyone we're here. <laughs> and of course the first thing she does is tell someone they are there. <laughs> right. So she, like Margot Diamond eventually walks away uh, and 
Robbie's like, okay, come out now, kids. And then, like, they clearly are talking to him as he's their dad, but she's still dressed as Hannah Montana, and there are still other people working in this office. And they're having, like, right. a like a conversation that, like, you can't take it any other way. Like, this man is clearly this girl's father. Like... <laughs> Right. <laughs> Just the the lengths that they go to That's keep the, the secret is is like so heavy in so many areas. But then they'll be in these public spaces having these conversations that anyone listening would be able to figure it out. Right. Well, and that's one of my the biggest plot holes for me is the whole Robbie Ray, Miley Hannah relationship because in the first season it doesn't seem like Robbie Ray is posing is Hannah's dad he's just like her songwriter and her manager but then as we get into later seasons it's like a commonly known fact that country singer Robbie Ray is pop star Hannah Montana's dad like, yeah it, the first season it doesn't seem that way and then all of a sudden it's like yeah everyone knows that Robbie Ray and Hannah Montana are related. it gets pretty messy because Robbie yeah. Ray is a formerly famous like country crossover singer. He had one big hit, which I believe was also Achy Breaky Heart. I think yeah, I think that I think they actually keep it. So his he's basically heart, really playing Billy Ray Cyrus himself. Um and <laughs> he again, within the context of this, he is a a washed up singer. Um but he wasn't doing that under a false identity or anything. He hasn't changed his name no. or anything. He's still himself. He's just he still has a Wikipedia page about him. And like, he is often seen with Hannah Montana, who is the right age to be his daughter, who he like manages the career for. And people also know that he has these two kids, neither of which are pop stars, but like, Everybody knows the Hannah Montana Robbie Ray connection. And like, wouldn't they look at his other daughter and be like, hey, wait a second? Right. Like, did they like edit his Wikipedia page so that it said he had two daughters? But then people would start questioning, well, why don't you ever see Miley and Hannah? Yeah, you never see them in the same room. (laughs) There's no way, there's no way to make that not suspicious. And they just like decided Disney just decided they didn't. And also like in real life, (laughs) Dolly Parton is Miley's godmother. And like, wouldn't wouldn't everybody that knows about Dolly Parton be like, Hey, she's Hannah Montana's godmother. (laughs) But she's Miley's godmother. But then you see her and Hannah Montana together. And then it makes no sense. We, we get caught up on this. These, These are the, existential questions of the Hannah Montana universe that we are here to discuss. How Hannah Montana, how Hannah Montana went four seasons without anyone knowing Hannah and Miley were the same person without her wanting them to is a mystery to me. Yeah. Like it makes no sense. Also the Hannah Montana movie makes no sense because it also puts more plot holes in the whole identity thing. It's just like it, the identity is the worst kept secret and it just cracks me up that we all thought it was like such a well-kept secret for the entirety of this show. <laughs> but if you look back at it, it was terribly done. <laughs> I, uh, I've, I've, I'm still coming to terms with the fact that I'm like going to have to talk about the Hannah Montana movie at some point on this, even though I've, I've only seen it once it was with you and I did not care for it. I, I'm not looking forward to oh, watching I, it again. Not I, a good movie. I, I, like I hated it. I thought it was terrible. Um, the only good thing was the Taylor Swift song. <laughs> Crazier is such a good song. Other than that, and we guess, guess we got the climb too. So I mean, there's some good music. But other than that, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, we'll get to it when we get to it. I, I, 
Like I said, I'm I'm still coming to terms with the fact that I'm going to have to watch that film again. There's a lot more... There's a lot more crazy we have to get to before we we get. And to it's that. a lot more pleasant crazy. <laughs> Correct. Um, so they we got movie stars, we got pop stars, we got yes. lots. Don't worry, it'll be fine. <laughs> they they leave the real estate office, uh, and then it cuts to like Miley with her again, like most 2006 looking guitar, pink sequins. It, it's Woo. that kind of guitar was like so cool in 2006 and like everyone wanted one um and oh, she's yeah. out there i want yeah, that so she, bad the hot pink sparkly guitar absolutely yeah. <laughs> and she she's out there on the porch like at night um playing the song i miss you which as we mentioned earlier we both thought was in a later much later episode correct and i mm-hmm. i know it does turn up like whenever miley's like thinking about her mom it's like kind of like the mom's theme yeah. song um in the show but, but i really thought I really thought there was like an episode where she like writes that song and like I didn't realize that that wasn't a thing. But maybe that's another plot hole and we'll find that and episode. Maybe eventually. she was like <laughs> just working on it in this episode. We don't know really. Um right? but I do think it's funny yeah. that she does as she's like outside singing to no one very quietly just sort of in tribute to her mother. She still includes the sha la 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 <laughs> that's in the chorus. Correct. <laughs> like why yeah it just it it feels stilted um but i mean it is what it is it's it's hannah montana uh yeah so i mean i i don't have much notes past that scene like that's pretty much where it wraps up right is like they just kind of have a heart to heart and miley i guess decides that she's and then it goes back to yeah, and then it goes back to the the stomach, the stomach face. Oh and yeah, then that's it, goes, it. That's yeah, the it goes up. back to Jackson with his like little face on his stomach, and his friend has also drawn a face on his stomach. And uh, Robbie yeah. Ray's like, I I should never should have taught you yeah. how to do that, son. And, and and then it's like freeze frame, and, and then the episode's episode. over. <laughs> yeah, so it goes from this like really heart like heartfelt father daughter moment. They're on about the porch. Her dead mom. She accepts that he's gonna date. Yeah, like they talk about her mom, how much she misses her, and he talks about how he like will never get over her, but you know he's trying to be happy. They have a heart to heart, and then instantly stomach <laughs> face. I'm going to have to post a picture of it this for the people very that jarring. haven't watched Hannah Montana, uh, just so that you know what we are referring to when we say stomach face, because I, I'm realizing now <laughs> that we like have never actually described what it was, and like it sounds really weird. It, it is really weird. I mean, to he be draws fair. a face on his stomach and he makes the belly button the mouth and he like makes, he like talks as the little face. That's what it is. And I'll, I'll post yeah. a picture of it just in case. Cover our bases. In case you need but, to know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's it was it it's a kind of jumpy episode. Yeah, it was weird. They fit a lot into it, but I have to say, not very much Hannah Montana in this episode. And that's that's no. probably, you know, the first two episodes are like entirely about her being Hannah Montana. So this one was more like, okay, right. we got that out of the way. We can do kind of normal family plot stuff now and just have that be part of it right because they wanted 
they wanted this show to, you know, still be relatable to teenagers. And so I think they needed to sprinkle in some of these episodes. Um, but yeah, it's the, it's the first one that's definitely more just like a Miley story. And then also this one doesn't really have a B plot. No, it doesn't. And, um, and it's interesting because it really seems like the plot about Jackson and Miley sneaking out is going to be the whole episode. Um, like you would think that, right. like, like if this was on Lizzie McGuire, the plot of the whole episode would be them, like, trying to avoid their parents the whole time. And, like, the end is them getting caught and right. going home. But they they right. really fit a lot into this. Um, and there's, there's no, like, opening or moment in the middle where... Uh, Hannah's like at her concert singing a song, which normally there is. Right. So. It really, it really does take place over two days. Like it's, it, it is one of those episodes that doesn't like span a week because a lot of episodes do span, you know, quite a few days. This one is like the night before they go see Margot, and then that night, yeah. like, and then that's yeah. it. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. It's, uh, I, I didn't love it. <laughs> Um, yeah. but it, it was sort of the first episode to really branch out from the like beginning exposition. So I'll give it that. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, it's unique in that sense. I think, I think we needed to know more about these characters and more about like their mom passing before we could really appreciate this episode. You know, I feel like this is a weird spot for this series of an episode, um, the serious of a family issue. Like, I feel like we didn't know enough about their family. Like, we knew her mom was dead, but we didn't know how long. We didn't really know much about, like, their family dynamic because the first two episodes were so focused on Hannah and, Montana. And really focused on like, um, her friends. Right, on her friendships and Lily finding out and all that. And so we don't know a ton about their family dynamic yet. And then all of a sudden we're getting this, like, really heavy dad's dating Miley's not okay with it now we're talking about dead mom like I feel like that was a weird episode yeah uh was there anything um that we didn't get to that like you really want us to touch on was there like any weird lines or outfits or anything where you're like I need to talk about this I need other people to know that this happened I just, I, the, the fashion this episode was just peak 2000s. <laughs> I mean, it felt very real. It felt like something I totally could have worn. Um, that first outfit, the, like, it was extreme. The plaid pants, hot pink long sleeve, the blue crop top, a shark tooth <laughs> necklace. Like, and then she puts, to leave, she puts a dark pink hoodie <laughs> over it. Like, it's the most like mix match middle school outfit that felt so real to me. Like that was mine and my friend's wardrobe in like sixth grade. Yeah. Like <laughs> it felt yeah, so the, real. <laughs> the other outfit that stuck out to me was like the one Hannah outfit in this was when she shows up to the real estate office and she's wearing, I guess it's like a messenger bag or something, but the strap of it says yes. love in like giant letters. And it's, it just looks like a sash across her chest that says looks, love. And it's very weird. Right. And she's wearing the like crochet sweater with a yeah. tube top and mm-hmm. cowboy boots. Like I just, and you see those boots, those exact boots in a lot of episodes. <laughs> Those are Miley's, like, go-to cowboy boots, I've noticed. Because after I watched this episode again on Monday, I went through and I got to back where I was in season one. And I watched a few more episodes. And those boots appear in almost That doesn't episode. surprise me. Every time she's wearing, every time she's wearing cowboy boots, it's those <laughs> boots. 
at least in season one. <laughs> All right. Well, I I think we touched on pretty much everything. We got a nice thorough I deep dive so. into this weird ass episode. Um, <laughs> Kayla, how can people find you online? Do you want to plug your other projects and where you're at? I yeah. I am all over the place. I mean, I guess the most relevant place is I host the Lifestyle Podcast, which Elise has been on a couple times, um, and that you can find everywhere on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, a lot of podcast platforms that I didn't know about that people tend to watch, listen to it on, I guess. Um, I also am... This is cringy. The like founder of Styled by Kayla XO, which is like a lifestyle brand. I feel so cringy saying it still, and I've been doing it for eight years. But I still associate um, it with you. you, I wouldn't think of it as cringy. I just, it's just you know what you do. It's your (laughs) platform. Right. I mean. It's, as long as you've known me, I've, you know, been styled by Kayla XO. So you can find me at stylebykaylaxo.com um, or on YouTube, styled by Kayla XO, and then all the social links are all on the website. But yeah, that's me. Wonderful. Well, thank <laughs> you so much for um, being on the pod, um, being on episode three. It's still very early. I'm I'm so excited. We're finally doing this. Um I'm you so and I have been talking you. about this since, I've been, since I've been ready day for this one podcast. of me coming up with this idea. So you've been along for the ride the whole time. So it's great yeah. to uh, finally record this with you. <laughs> I'm so excited. There's don't this will not be the last no, you've heard of me. Don't worry. Back. I, I have lots of opinions <laughs> on Hannah Montana. Um, and yes, I've been so excited about this since even when you were just like joking, like would anyone <laughs> listen if I had a Montana podcast? I was like, yeah, I would. So do it. (laughs) Finally, at last. Uh, All right. Well, that's episode three. Um, Tune in next time when I'll be discussing um, I Can't Make You Love Hannah If You Don't, season one, episode four. I actually really like that one. uh, So it'll be a great time. Thanks again for tuning into this episode of Pumping Up the Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you'll join us next week for episode four. Uh, feel free to check us out on Twitter at Pumping Up the Pod and on Instagram and Tumblr at Pumping Up the Podcast. I do my best to post screenshots from the episodes there throughout the week, so be sure to go ahead and give us a follow. Uh, thanks again, guys, and until next time, keep on pumping up the party.